Hey, this is Tracy Ibarra. I'm an executive solutions at Dell Technologies. If you're wanting to learn how to embrace change and navigate through disruption as a leader, then listen to the Leadership is Changing podcast with my good friend, Dennis Giandini. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Hey, welcome to the show. Leadership is changing. What we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Leaders everywhere confront similar obstacles because people are people. But everywhere you go, leaders are overwhelmed, disrupted, and under pressure. They run from email to email, meeting to meeting. Many leaders are not changing quick enough, which means they run the risk of becoming irrelevant and being left behind. The purpose of the show is taking our listeners' leadership to another level by finding their balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. I believe we don't have enough effective leaders in the world today, and if we can get the leaders to step up and lead change, then they can inspire real change. It is now time to adapt in our fast-moving world, and listeners, I want to welcome you to the Ask Dennis episode, which is a freestyle episode that happens once a week. I'm asked a question by our listeners, or I share thoughts and insights and experiences from my working with leaders globally over the years. Hey, just wanted to say to you listeners is that check out the Facebook group which has been launched called Leadership is Changing. Uh, it is a Facebook group that you can join. And that's where we have a community, a tribe of people who are joining to share their experiences, their thoughts, their insights around Leadership is Changing. So we look forward to seeing you in that Facebook group, Leadership is Changing. Okay, team, today I want to talk to you about a topic which is called the power of energetic leaders. You see, today we live in a world that is disruptive and fast-moving. There is a lot of pressure on us as leaders. We're expected to do a lot more than before. There's a lot of unknown and unfamiliar territory, and some people thrive on that environment while others struggle. And the one thing that I know that is true is that leaders today need to have more energy than they've ever had before. No one wants to work for a leader that lacks energy. They always want to work for a leader that has strong energy, high energy, effective and attractive energy that's going to take the organization going forward. You see, in times of crisis and constant change, we want a leader who is strong, stable, energetic and inspiring. Are you that kind of leader? That's an interesting question to ask. As listeners, I would ask you this question again. In the times of crisis and constant change, we are wanting leaders who are strong, stable, energetic, and inspiring. Are you all four of those? Or are you missing something? But what I want to talk today about is around the energy side of things. And I'm not talking about a leader that is all rah-rah and loud. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about one that is confident, calm, and has a great presence up front. A lot of this is determined by the energy of the leader. Leaders today are high-performing corporate athletes, as I call them. So in other words, if you think about an athlete, a sporting person who is high-performing, 
Well, we have that also in the corporate world, in the business world, as entrepreneurs, as leaders in large corporates or in smaller organizations. And they are high-performing, but they are like that athlete. So that's why I call them a high-performing corporate athlete. There's a wonderful book out there that was first published in 2003 called The Power of Full Engagement. And it was written by uh, Jim Lower and Tony Schwartz. And I've read it a few times and reference it when I'm coaching executives, leaders, and teams across the globe. And in that book, they talk about that as people, we have four energy tanks. And I'm going to sort of talk about these four energy tanks. One is physical energy. That's, in other words, the activity that you have. Number two is the emotional energy. Emotionally, how we feel. Number three is mental energy. That's the alertness, the sharpness of our thoughts. Number four is spiritual energy. Purpose to live and lead. And so there's four things, right? Physical energy, emotional energy, mental energy, and spiritual energy. That's the four tanks that they talk about in that book, The Powerful Engagement. You see, when we wake up in the morning, our energy tanks are filled. Now, possibly not all the way to the top, because you see, I think a decent break will actually help you sort of top your, um, you know, lift and raise and actually fill your energy tanks fully. You know what, I, I ask many executives and leaders that I coach, when was the last time you had a decent, decent break? And I tend to get various answers from them. One could be, uh, oh, Dennis, can you describe to me what you mean by a decent break? And just the fact that they've asked me that question tells me that they haven't had a decent break for a long, long time or ever. Number two is, sometimes they answer with, I've had a a recent break in a, a couple of weeks. And you know and I know that we shouldn't kid ourselves because for a lot of those high-performing leaders, a two-week break, a three-week break, they're on their phone. They're checking their emails. They may even join one or two conference calls. They may have taken some phone calls. And so really, they haven't been out on their own in a place whereby they're having a decent break. And so when I say decent break, that's when they're actually away for quite a while, but they're able to switch off. And I um, I was working with a, a leader recently, and this guy had been in the in the corporate role as a senior leader, as an MD for an organization for for several years, and he hadn't taken a a decent break for a while. And so he was in between roles, and he decided, well, he actually didn't decide. His wife said, you need to take a decent break with us. And so they and their two boys went to Europe for three months. And when they did that, and he came back, and he and I caught up, He had this tear in his eye when I was asking him about what it was like uh, being away with the family and how was that decent break for him. You could tell he was really relaxed. You could tell he had had that break and had that time away where he didn't have to worry about meetings or emails or risk in the business or sales and things like that. There was no need for him to think about that. And what I found was he started to tell me about the story of finding his kids. In fact, his kids found their dad again. Now, what was really important here was they were starting to get into the teenage years, 
And the relationship was whereby dad was always leaving in the morning before they, they woke up. He was coming home late at night. And so they didn't really have quality time with them. And so by taking a decent break and spending some time with them in Europe, he was able to get to know them and they were able to get to know their dad once again, which was really exciting. And the tear in his eye was the joy that he had of having that uh, time with them, but also the understanding on that he has missed out on so many years, but he also knew that he had a role to play and he was doing things as an energetic leader and being out there. And, you know, he was very happy in what he'd done as well. We as leaders are always on the go. And for some, they are reaching for their phones as soon as they wake up in the morning. So as soon as they wake up in the morning, they're reaching for their phones to check their emails, social media, text messages, and so forth. And even though our tanks are more full in the morning, by lunchtime, we, you know, we're, we're so busy that we're not even taking a lunch break. But by 3 p.m., people are starting to flatline in their energy tanks, and they're reaching for the chocolate and the carbs to help them give them that spike and the, to actually help them get through the rest of the afternoon. Now, for a lot of us, we're not taking that break at lunchtime because, oh, it'll be okay. I'll just get on with actually another meeting. Oh, I'll just finish this email off. And for a lot of us who are working from home at the moment during a crisis or pandemics or whatever it is that's going on for you, for a lot of you, you are looking up at 2 p.m. in the afternoon or 3 p.m. because you're getting that craving for something that your energy tanks are starting to flatten, that you haven't even had lunch yet. You haven't even had a break. And then there's others who will then look up at 7 p.m. and think about, wow, I haven't even had lunch. I haven't even had dinner yet. So, team, I'm going to be asking you to be very careful about it because your energy levels as a leader, and in particular right now, whereby if you're working from home or you're working somewhere else, you need to make sure that energy tanks are up and helping you going forward. Because you see, for a lot of people, even when they leave the office to go home, 5 o'clock, 6 p.m., 7 p.m., whatever time that is for them, they need to go home to be a wife, a husband, a father, a mother, partner, brother, sister. What happens here is that they have to dig really deep into the energy tanks because their energy tanks are depleted. And so when they're going home, they have another role to play, another role to fulfill. And that is being a, a father, a, a mother, a husband, a wife, Whatever it is in your situation, they're having to do that. And so they're having to dig deep into those energy tanks as well. So I think there are many things to assist you as an executive leader with your energy. And I'm going to cover off three of them today. One is around exercise. Number two is around water. And number three is around sleep. So let's deep dive into these different areas. And these are my thoughts on some of these things that you can start looking at. Number one, let's talk about exercise. This is where you can have activity to get the blood flowing that helps the brain and the thinking and helping you stay alert and being sharp. Now, what can you do? Walk 30 minutes a day. Just go for a walk. Okay, so get up out of your desk if you're in your office during lunchtime and go for a walk for 30 minutes. Swimming, getting into the water, uh, biking, whatever it is, whatever kind of activity you want to do, Make sure you do it, but get your heart rate up. And get out of the desk and office, as I said before. Because you see, we sit at the office and desk all day. And if we're sitting down all day, it's amazing. Now, for some people, they've got smart devices on their wrists nowadays to actually calculate the number of steps and activity that they're doing. What I have found by wearing one of those 
is that if I've got meeting after meeting after meeting, that by the end of the day, I'm only doing 1,500, 2,000 steps. But if I'm actually physically getting up and going for a walk and doing other things throughout the day and being active, and even though that smart device on my wrist is reminding me, then I will do the 10,000 steps a day. Because you need to have about 10,000 steps to be active or being classified as active. But the, th- the key here, team, around exercise is consistency. If you choose three days a week to do some really strong activity for 45 minutes to an hour, whether it be biking, swimming, gym, whatever it is, aerobics, whatever it is for you to get that heart rate up, then make sure you do it three times a week. Be quite disciplined in having it in your diary and your calendar and making sure you get it done. The consistency is the important thing. Once a day, if you can get out and walk 30 minutes, especially when you're in the office sitting at your desk all day, then I highly recommend you do that too. Okay, let's go into number two now. Number two is around water. I'm going to sort of give you five reasons why water is important to your health. Now, before I go down there, though, I think I, w- I would highly recommend that you re- uh, drink three to five litres of water per day. This is what's been suggested to me as an individual, and I have lost 21 kilos. That's quite a bit of weight over 18 months, and I've done that through, you know, also what I'm eating and being careful about that. But the thing that also has helped me is the number, the amount of water that I've drunk. And the people that have been helping me, or the person that's been helping me in relation to this is talking about, even if I have half a litre less, I will put on weight. So go for three to five litres per day. See, water boosts energy because it's going to deliver nutrients and those important nutrients to all of our cells, especially the muscle cells. So it's postponing muscle fatigue. And all of this around energy and all that, we're talking about fatigue, right? So it's going to postpone that muscle fatigue if you drink enough water. It also helps weight loss, as I said before. So it makes you feel full a lot longer and then not having to reach for those that extra calories, the chocolates and so forth at all. It also aids you in your digestion. It also helps you detox. In other words, it clears away the rubbish in the, in the body and the brain. And the final thing I would say here, it helps you hydrate. Hydrate everywhere, but in particular, it helps you hydrate your skin as well. Now, the third thing, so that's water. The third thing is around sleep. Quality sleep is key in helping you stay on your A game, having that energy up. Now, seven to eight hours quality sleep, and I suggest you go to bed early and wake up early. There's a thing out there today called the 5 a.m. club. Now, for me, I'm getting up at 5 a.m. Does it every single day? No, but I am getting up at 5 a.m. Why? Because if I'm up at 5 a.m., I'm getting things done before everyone else is getting up by two hours at least. And I'm setting myself up and my day for success. Now, you're looking for a relaxed sleep over those seven to eight hours. Now, if you're a kind of person that thinks and worries and it's got a lot going on in your mind, then I'm going to recommend, like I do with a lot of my coaching clients, is that you have a pen and paper beside the bed. And if you do wake up, then write things down And then don't worry about it anymore because it'll be on paper right next to you when you wake up. It reminds me of a story of a a lady that woke up in the middle of the night and she realized her husband was missing and uh, from the bed. And so she went downstairs and here he was on the edge of the couch, very worried and uh, rocking backwards and forwards thinking, you could tell he was really worried. And she says, what's wrong? He said, we are not going to make our mortgage payment this morning. 
So a good friend of theirs down the road, who happens to be their bank manager, she picked up the phone, this is 3am in the morning, and she rang him and said, Steve, hey, it's us up the road here. We just wanted to let you know, we're not going to be able to make our mortgage payment today. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. And she hung up. Then she turned around and said to her husband, hey, you don't need to worry about it anymore because he's worrying about it. Now let's go back to sleep and, and not worry about it. So again, that analogy or that story is more or less to say, write it down on paper, take it away from you, get it out of your head, put it down on paper, and then you can look at it later on when you need to. So wake up during the night and have pen and paper to write things down if you need it. See, good quality sleep also helps with productivity and alertness. What I would suggest you do is you put your phone away. Uh, Have it away from your head, have it away from beside you in the bed. That is always important. But once again, sleep also helps you with weight loss. Because good quality sleep will help you the body replenish and will help the body move through things and it actually helps with your weight loss. So high-performing executive leaders are like a high-performing race car. You need to have the right quality or high-quality equipment, tools, fuel, and etc. to help you drive around the racetrack to perform at the peak level that you need to with the energy that you need to to be successful. So make sure your energy is high as a leader. Keep your energy tanks full. Do what you need to do, team, to help you move forward. Hey, if you are wanting to discuss this more with me, or if you would like help around this whole area where I actually have helped a lot of leaders around the world in relation to this, then feel free to reach out to me. Send me an email, dennis at leadingchangepartners.com or send me a private message on social media. My email and my website will be in the show notes. Check that out. So listeners, thank you for joining us on today's show. And... um, What we know as leaders to be true is that change is constant. Change is incredibly scary, especially with the unknown and the unfamiliar territory. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing. Look out for the episodes as they're being released. Download them, listen to them, put a review and a rating because that's really going to help us and we really appreciate you doing that. If there's any feedback you'd like to give me on the show or if there's a question you would like me to ask my guests as I interview them every week, or if there's a question you have for this episode, which is the Ask Dennis Freestyle episode every week, feel free to send me a message by email, dennis at leadingchangepartners.com. Team, don't forget to check out the Facebook group, Leadership is Changing, and I look forward to seeing you on that in that group. Hey, thanks for joining me here on the Ask Dennis episode. Great to have you here. Uh, Have a a good time and have a great uh, week ahead. We'll talk again soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world.